This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. No, fuck it. <clears throat> so I figured, you know, in the in the spirit of P Valley, start introing these next couple joints. Well, really just today, because next week we get Flatbush Misdemeanors back, so we can kind of switch it up, but... Figure for today, man, intro this shit with some strip club shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit that you might hear in, in one of them joints back in the day. Them strip club classics, you feel me? Go on, throw your ass. I'm going to shake this money. I just realized as I was playing that I hit the fucking edited boy. So now we gotta switch it up, man. Listen to this track, bitch. Yeah, the way you move it, yeah. you got me yeah. in a trance. Yeah. DJ tell me, yeah. yeah. Ladies, this show jank. I'm a super scatter. You don't want to pay. I'm a thugless money. Why you do it with your hands? have some like way better music and it's wild that i'm considering that like better right, music, right for sure but like like just more fun and shit like shit sounded great now you gotta go deep in the trenches of your own like personal favorites to find good shit man i guess that's what future for eh, he ain't even gave a nigga no you know what i'm saying in a minute dog like People like the little song with him and Drake. Believe it or not, when Stick Talk come on, I mean, <laughs> this shit just still be hey like, man. like they they shake it to the Stick Talk. I mean, they trying to up on some new. Uh, come on, man. We you said it. I gotta do Took it. Took a shot at Henny. I be going brazen, brazen. Come on, they man. They said my whole hood got it under stick investigation. Talk. Come on, man. They know they talk that Stick Talk. That Stick Talk. They know we talk that lick talk, that lick talk. Ten million dollars cash, fuck a friend. Started sipping syrup, I've been geek there since. Gotta get that the heat drop. See there since. You know we talk that stick talk, that stick talk. I'm about to fuck the cash up on a new truck. Got the 
fuck this cash up on a new tour. You can't understand us, cause you're too soft. Woo! Hey, man. 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 Did he ever give Bronco his money, man? Man. We talked about it last week, but now I want to know. I need somebody to report back. You ain't even know it. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 243 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. Yo, I made a brief outside appearance this weekend, <laughs> Like, it's been a long time since I was outside. Jay outside? I was outside. It was a brief, a brief moment Saturday And when they threw stick talk home. Uh-oh. It went up? <laughs> if you see me out. Yo, limited time only. You hey, man. Oh, man. And uh, this week, we review episode two of... P Valley on stars. Um, before we get into that, I want to say thank you to all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who comment and letting us know what we're doing out here in the streets is great. Um, want to salute uh, Jay and my brother Dame, man. Y'all had a great pod this past weekend, man. Keeping the shit going as usual, nigga. I think we both combined, we like damn near 600 for 600. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we really out here just batting a thousand, dog. Man, you know what's so crazy, dog? You never know what niggas gonna like. Facts. Because I did not like the pie when we was potting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was the last minute because our guests couldn't make it. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I did yeah. not like the pie when we was And then I listened back to it. And then I, people been talking yeah. and like sending me. And then I look at it. I'm like, why the fuck is people listen to this pie more so? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And I put yeah. it up late. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then oh, I seen them there. on your head Saturday. <laughs> they yeah. was on you, dog. You know what's funny, man? I didn't really love our pie last week. P Valley joint. Um, what was funny? I loved it up until we got to P Valley. <laughs> Thanks. I actually was like really enjoying it, and then we got to the P Valley part when we were recording, and I was like, ah, shit, it kind of got kind of got lax a little bit. But then, um, niggas was hitting us. Yo, the shit was good. Shit was good. I'm like, all right. I be like, yeah, I didn't really like this episode, and then yeah. be like, oh, fuck with that. Hey, if if the streets is fucking with us, that's all I care about, man. I'm my harshest critic. So I, I never can really listen to me in an unbiased way. But um, that said, man, I wanted to say thank you to everybody fucking with us, dog. We back for another week. Uh, before we get into the P Valley shit, though, do got a couple fucking updates that I wanted to go over. Something I mentioned during the What You're Watching segment, I think that was last week or the week before, uh, Emergency on Amazon Prime, finally went on and watched that through to the end. Loved it, dog. That shit was like Get Out Part 2. It was good as hell, dog. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Yeah. I almost did this morning. Yeah. Uh, but that. I ended up opting for Hustle. Mm. Um, Adam Sandler. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad I watched Hustle. It was really yeah. good, man. Yo, man, I've been on... Uh, feel, feel good type shit. I've been on... Last few days, I've been on some movie shit. Kind of over these TV shows right now. I just want to sit down and watch a movie. Something with a beginning, middle, and end in a... One and a half, two hours sitting, dog. And uh, Emergency did his job. Hustle, I've heard good things. I have not cut it on yet, but I'm getting to it because I've heard that shit was fire. Um, heard LeBron got everybody from the NBA and that shit. Like, oh, LeBron had something to do with this? Yeah, he was him and Adam executive produced it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they, they both put that together. Um, what else? It was something else. Emergency, Hustle, Oh, I looked at, uh, if y'all want to watch some trippy shit, if you're a fan of martial arts slash movies like 
Inception, The Matrix, that sort of shit. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Somebody mentioned that to me. Yo. It's long as shit. I'm going to say that. Pause. It's, it's a very long movie. But dog, that shit is wild. <laughs> it's a lot of... And literally, it's... When you get into the movie, it'll make sense why it's titled Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Because basically, yo, the shit that's happening right now is happening over here. But then this is happening over there. And all of this shit is happening at one time. But it just really matters which fucking universe you in, dog. It's some metaverse shit. If that's your style, if you want to get into that. And just watch something that's completely different, man. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Go check that out. Um, I feel like I watched another movie over the weekend. Huh. Probably did, but Hustle, Emergency, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Those are my three movie wrecks for the week, man. Um, Go get into them. Huh, yeah. Oh, shit, coming up. I talked about it right before we started recording. This Friday, June 17th, Flatbush Misdemeanors is back, bro. Fucking excited. I can't fucking wait. I cannot wait for some smart-ass comedy, dog. That shit, season one of that shit was still... Probably my favorite show of 2021, man. And I don't know what's about to happen. No clue. Because the way it ended, anything could happen, dog. Like, these niggas is literally like, they could be in trouble. (laughs) It's like dark, funny comedy. Yeah. Oh, extremely. Dark, funny, but up. Extremely. It's dark comedy, but it's smart comedy. It's like, like blending like the office with. What's a good dark fucking comedy? I don't know, man. Uh, What's that? I when I watch Flatbush misdemeanors, mm-hmm. I be thinking of that show on Fox, the police show with Terry Crews and um, Brooklyn Nine One One. Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. That's what that was. It's yeah. like that, but like black. And yeah, they can curse. Yeah, and like. It got fucking Hassan in it, dog. <laughs> Doing his thing. He back for season two. Because that was one of my concerns. Like, I with the way shit ended. Not that he wouldn't be back, but, like, would he be back kind of limited? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he on the run? Is he hiding? What are you doing? He back full slate for season two, man. So, I'm very excited for this shit. Um, Flatbush Misdemeanors on Showtime. If y'all did not watch season one, go ahead and watch it so you can get ready for season two. It's the quickest Eight episodes you'll ever watch in your life, man. That shit breezes by because it's so entertaining, dog. Um, and if y'all fuck with the pod, y'all want to watch it because we definitely going to be talking about it week to week. So I tell you right now, it's already better than P-Valley. I mean. I haven't even seen it that. Didn't need so to, it it's didn't need to do P-Valley much, dog. Already. It didn't need to do much, man. Um, also coming up, some shit that I wasn't ready for. Uh, in July, though. Not June, so we still got a minute. But July 21st, Issa Rae got a new show. On HBO called Rap Shit. I've been waiting for this shit. I, I remember hearing about it. But don't watch a call that come on on the 22nd. What's that? Nope. July 22nd, yeah. And her shit come her on. Her shit, when? July 21st. So what day of the hold week on, is that? Hold on, hold on. Let me look that up. I have no idea what day of the twenty second. Yeah, July 21st is a Thursday. Oh, nope, come shit. out that Friday. Oh, yeah. she, she dropping on Thursdays. Hey. We'll take it. Um, I have no idea what rap uh, rap shit is about. I saw the trailer. It looked funny. That's all I got, man. It's not starring Issa Rae. It's created by Issa Rae. And shit all those, looks good. All those people who got their first job 
a lot of them is on this show. Yeah. As yeah. showrunners and stuff like that, who used to be a PA and all that other shit. All right, let's see. So, Rap Shit is an upcoming American comedy streaming on HBO Max created by Issa Rae. Um, the series follows two Miami-based rappers, both women, who try to find success in the music industry. So, all right. Not a whole bunch there in the description, but... It's the City Girls. I mean... Yeah, man. If I... I ain't even gonna say it, man. Just stop. Y'all just stop quoting uh, Young Miami from that Diddy interview, dog. Y'all not her and y'all niggas ain't Diddy. That's all I'm gonna say. And Everybody don't, relax. It's, don't act bad. Everybody relax. <laughs> don't act bad. <laughs> if I hear one of y'all say I'm acting bad, I'm gonna punch you. I'm gonna I'm thump you on your forehead. Fam, if I hear that, if I hear what we is, like y'all just grab... We talked about this 32 pods ago. Y'all don't think for yourselves at all. Soon as some shit go viral and become a quotable, y'all say that shit all fucking day. Like, bruh, you don't talk like that. Why you a lawyer talking about what we is? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Everybody Objection. relax. <laughs> <laughs> Objection, you're right. Oh, man. Just be y'all, dog. It won't please the court. <laughs> it won't please the court. That'd be my problem. I am not pleased as the court, man. Um, yo, rap shit coming out July 21st. We definitely going to discuss it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be reviewable, but we'll talk about it, man, because I'm excited to see Issa Rae get back on HBO and do her thing, man. Um... Shit, I think that's all the updates I have, man. Anything going on in the culture this week that we care about, dog? Uh, I just hope somehow in Nope they find a way to put E40 uh, in there saying Nope. <laughs> nope. Like at the, I'm talking about like the trailers, the promo, something. It got to be in there saying Nope. Is Jordan Poole that tapped in? Is he that tapped in? That might be a little outside. No, they had that nigga. I seen him in a, an insurance commercial saying Yep and Nope. <laughs> so <laughs> they know about him. Alright man um, Yo I'm just say this real quick Before we get into anything <laughs> Matter of fact I'm going to ask you first <laughs> What do you think about episode 2 of P-Valley Talk? <laughs> I swear to God um, I was watching <laughs> <laughs> Yo when the nigga started swear to God On what he think <laughs> I was watching this shit and I thought to myself like, oh, Why the fuck am I watching this shit? Man, like I, in real life, I'm like, yo, <laughs> like this is not my kind of content. Like in real <laughs> life, it's not right. <laughs> but like, why am I watching this shit? And then I thought, I like, yo, I must have had. I never had COVID, but I clearly had COVID brain. Yeah, uh, maybe it was just the times last year. I don't know what it was, but like, I thought to myself, why am I watching this shit? And there were certain scenes. I'm like. Yo, this not meant for me. I am not the intended audience. <laughs> I'm fairly sure I'm not the intended audience for this. But I like, well, fuck it. We reviewing this shit, so hey, now, now I gotta watch it. And like, I, I felt bad at one point because I was like, "Hey, if you don't get right. the fuck out of here, like, all right." So I'm gonna tell you what I thought about episode two. But before I tell you what I thought about episode two, I'm gonna tell you what I, Nikki Gilbert. Nikki Gilbert from Detroit. You might know her from the group Brownstone. If you don't remember Brownstone, here's a song. Want to hear it? Here it go. Yeah. We're not whipping this for him. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> Tell 
Tell them something, Nikki, real quick. I'm finna rain on this parade, <laughs> and that's exactly what I needed to tell y'all. Um, I just know I text you 14 minutes into the into the episode. Yeah, yeah. When uh, Autumn was standing there in her white Olivia Pope outfit with her titties and her bra showing, yeah. And I'm like, why are these people dressed? It's a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, it's daytime. Why you got that fit on? Then I was looking how Uncle Clifford was dressed. Like, what the fuck are you? Is there? He had on a 60 inch red ponytail, nigga. It's Attached to nothing but the crease in the back of his head. <laughs> I'm like, do people really act like this? Come on, man. Um, before we get into all that, we're gonna get into all that. We're gonna break shit down to the to the highest extent of brotivity. But Nikki Gilbert, Nikki Gilbert Daniels, let me respect her married name. Um from Brownstone. We talked about this very briefly during season one. It was a little beef in the streets. She created a play called Soul Kittens Cabaret. Starring Faith Evans, Fantasia, a bunch of people you know, uh, Monifa, a bunch of people. Oh, and she said after- Monifier. <laughs> Every time I see her name, I like Monifier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think that ain't the title, nigga? <laughs> you niggas have another thing coming. Monifier. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, but Nikki Gilbert created a play called uh, Soul Kittens Cabaret. And she created it back in like 2003, 2004. And when season one of P-Valley came out, she reached out to the people because she said, yo, I, I think y'all kind of took a lot of shit from my play and I, I, I need to be compensated because y'all stole my IP. Um, even going so far as to say, yo, I presented my play to Lionsgate and it's people from my pitch who are involved in the creation of uh, P-Valley. And then she went as far as to say, yo, the character Uncle Clifford is literally in my play. Named Uncle a, Clifford? No, no, no. It was a... It was a <laughs> uncle Clifford is literally named after my <laughs> Uncle Clifford. <laughs> it's, a, it's from Detroit, who used to go to Cats. So her play, she had a burlesque club, and it was a gender-fluid man running the club. And they had to welcome in a shy newcomer who came with a wild past, just like Autumn. And this is where it got wild. Somebody from the city, it was based in Detroit. Somebody from the city came to the gender fluid owner of the club and approached him about buying it so they could build a casino. This was all in her play. Wow. <laughs> this is real shit. It's a 55 minute play. You can watch it online. I looked at a few pieces of it. I kind of fast forwarded through it, but it's very fucking similar, dog. So then she went on to say, yo, I'm going to just go ahead and sue y'all motherfuckers. So she's in a like litigation currently with um, stars with Katori Hall, the creator of P Valley. And um, we use that term loosely. <laughs> I mean, so then after. Last week's premiere, right, for season two, Nikki Gilbert went on a little Twitter rant. And I got to tell you, feels a little accurate after seeing episode one and two, dog. She went on to say, quote, I think that the writers and creators of P-Valley are severely underutilizing the characters Mercedes and Uncle Clifford. It's so obvious that the creator of this show, after watching that premiere episode, had no idea where to take this story because she didn't create it. 
I don't care how many awards, accolades, or dollars the machine pumps into you. You have to do the work, and you can't hide behind remixing other people's stories and experiences trying to fool people. This episode is being recorded out of <laughs> Shop Talk Podcast. Jenny, what up? Jenny, what up? Gunshot and Jenny. Gunshot and Jenny, dog. Um, but it, it made me think about something that I said last week. I said, dog. They really not finna run this casino playback on me, are, are they? Like season two, y'all gave me this whole season one, and y'all about to run it back? That feel like you ran out of ideas, right? It would really feel like you ran out of ideas if you stole the original idea. If you ran out of ideas. Come on. You you took one idea, and then uh, Nikki Gilbert in an interview, she went on to say, like, yo, when I pitched this to Lionsgate, I didn't pitch it as, like, a spinoff from my play, I pitched it as a continuation. So I have a version of the story that I thought for each one of these characters, and clearly they don't. Like, and and so why don't y'all just hire her as a writer? Come on, give her some a care. consultant. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Give her some splits. Make it right financially. <sighs> I mean, it's not like I'm gonna keep watching, but because here's the thing: after watching this second episode, I am thoroughly convinced y'all have no idea what y'all are doing right now. And where I think season one was kind of like a lightning in a bottle sort of thing, right? We had COVID, had just kicked in, niggas was home, quarantining, we ain't know what was up. Kind of desperate for some new programming, especially during a period where new programming stopped for a while, niggas. So this was one of few new shows that we got um, in 2020. But then... It was unique because for the masses, not people involved with Nikki Gilbert's play, for the masses, we ain't never seen no shit like this. It was like, wait, what? Strip club with a trans owner? I'll tell you exactly what this was. This was all gold everything. Mm. And the first time we heard it and saw it, what the fuck 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 was that? I am so entertained by this shit. Yeah. And then the second single came out. And it didn't do it. It didn't do it. And y'all know how I feel about all gold everything. Check the fucking name. <laughs> Yo, man, salute to our listeners who really think I'm Trinidadian. That's still, y'all amaze me every day. Um, niggas be hitting me with the flag and shit. I'll be like, all right, nigga, uh, sock pot say, I don't know. No, no. They're going to beat my ass, dog. <laughs> but, nah, man. <laughs> I love Edie. I mean, too, man. <laughs> Trinidad James. Come See, on, man. What do with it? You no, know, it's. Trinidad James, that was it. Um, like, cause like in real life, we had never seen no shit like that. Before. It was so new, right? Like, I I talked like, yo, Uncle Clifford and Lil Murder for that. These might be two of the like most unique characters I ever seen on TV. Like, period. And I still think that that stands. But boy, you got to do something with them. You can't just keep running this same shit back. And right now, they running this shit back, dog. Yo, it was a scene in this uh, show that made me stop watching Empire. And mm. in, in this in, in this, this episode in this episode, it was worse than what was in Empire that made me stop watching. Was it uh, when Uncle Clifford got his wee wee suck? Like, what did that have to do with anything, man? Like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't need that dog. You got his wee wee suck by a little murder look like, and that's where we at, dog. But that somebody wrote in the Facebook group. They said, "Did Lena direct this episode?" And this felt very season three and four of The Shy, didn't it? Which comes back in two weeks, by the way. Thank God for Flatbush misdemeanors. And the Showtime about to get, uh, it's about to be lit for Showtime. I, I, I promise you guys, uh, or I can't promise you that I'm still going to talk about 
uh, P Valley while we got the shy and Flatbush misdemeanors. I, well, here's the I thing. don't know. Knowing what we got from the shy last two seasons, knowing what we got from P Valley through two episodes, I feel like we can lead our convos with <laughs> Flatbush misdemeanors. And then trickle down the review of the rest of that shit, dog. Because niggas is not giving me what, what we supposed to get from it, man. Um, I'm going to just say, look, it's episode two. I've seen a lot of people on the, on the internet said they loved this episode. They thought it was great. I did not see what y'all saw. Um, I, I thought... Even like the introduction of the new characters. Like, the, y'all got Gail Bean on here. Y'all know we love Wanda. Y'all know we love Wanda. Y'all brought her on here. <sighs> It wasn't memorable. It wasn't like, what y'all going to do? She just going to be the little background. What, I can't remember her name. Roulette. That's gonna, she just going to do that. She's going to be in the back. Why y'all bring her on here? Was it because of the Snowfall shit? Or because y'all really had a part for her? Snowfall. Y'all ain't have a part for her. Don't take somebody that talented and you ain't really got nothing to do with her. But you just want to put her on the show to have her on the show. Like, no, let's see. Utilize her, dog. Like, come on. She was acting all ghetto, popping gum. Like, everybody don't act like this, bro. It, I don't know. This episode felt real tropish, dog. Nigga, it's a made up city. <laughs> Ain't even real fucking. It's a made up city, man. Um, you got fucking uh fake Drake got his baby moms on here and shit. She was the bartender chick that couldn't dance on the pole. Oh, big booty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, big, uh, what was her big name? Bone. Big Bone. Yeah, that's his baby mom. Shit. He ain't doing bad in life. You got Keyshawn on the show and Big Bone in real life. You y'all right. Turn, y'all turn fake Drake to Papa Shango. <laughs> like, yo, this nigga out here doing... Yo, man. Like, what? Yo, man. What What was... I seen... Uh, what was that? <laughs> Lil Duval said, man, y'all better not turn this shit into True Blood. Bro. Because I watched True Blood. What was I watching? Uh, shit, they already got Uncle Clifford acting like, uh, what's dog from True Blood? Yeah. And to be perfect, like now that nigga, come on, is the most interesting character that I've seen on television. Come on, because he's like, so Uncle Clifford is a is a um a minstrel show version of him. Mm. Now he was mm. his sauce was it was it was it was extra. Yeah, but it was it just seemed real. Yeah, it was I, in Louisiana. You know what's fucked up though with uh with Uncle Clifford. All, what was dog name? It was I don't know Charlemagne. <laughs> nigga looks exactly yo. like Charlemagne. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. Yo, um, Lafayette. Yeah, Lafayette. Lafayette Reynolds, dog. Um, here's the thing with Uncle Clifford, though, because yeah, I agree with you. I think he is an exaggerated a version, a very exaggerated version of of Lafayette. But like, even last season, Uncle Clifford felt. As as wild as Uncle Clifford's character was, it felt like, all right, that's really Uncle. This season, it felt like they just trying, like y'all pushing it, like, no, nah, nigga, more, more, more. I even read a review, and not that I, you know, base my opinion off reviews, but read a review earlier this morning um, from, I think it was somebody at uh, Entertainment Weekly, and they've seen the first five episodes of the season, and they were like, yo, this season feels like every character. Has like word vomit Like they just talking 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 They just going on these Random monologues And saying all this shit And they was like It's times where And I kind of saw it In episode two Where like An emotion should be Getting evoked Just by the silence And like the actor Staring and being quiet And then they talk And I was like Oh like Uncle Clifford Was doing in that whole scene Where he was in the house With his grandma 
just talking and talking and saying shit. And it's like, yo, let these niggas act. Let them be. They ain't got to. You ain't got to dialogue me to death, dog. And I feel like that's what they're doing so far through two episodes on Clifford. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. This second episode was, it was a bit much, dog. They scream masks. All right, listen. Like, come on, bro. Hey, this is the part where I, t- I kind of tapped out. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Is when the first nigga with the scream mask, right? Was in the window? Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe this is the the white boy's. Trying to scare them into selling. I swore that's what it was going to be. The the fucking casino. And then, and like, I don't mean no disrespect by this shit. No, right not now, at right? all. Because I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm literally, I'm ignorant of this. Uh. But like, when your life in danger and there's four people chasing you, you still doing that fake girl run or you getting the fuck on? Man, whole, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, that, uh, I got a, a hands in the air, tippy toe and shit. Like, no, no. I don't know. Maybe we, that's just. We can say this because this ain't, this ain't nothing. Not that this is fact It ain't disrespectful Um Cause we ain't Y'all know Me and Jay We not Y'all do what y'all do Man we ain't And when we say that We talking to everybody In our audience We don't judge nobody Who the fuck is we Uncle Clifford A big ass nigga dog Period Come on I don't man. know how he identify In real life On the show He gender fluid I've heard him answer To he and she I've heard them both That's a big ass nigga dog Motherfuckers run up on you In some screen masks Specifically when we saw who was behind them screen masks. Some very small dudes and a girl and uh, come on, bro. But like when they you snatched were, you up like that, bro. was running up the steps. Yeah. Like it looked like a, like a like a like a like come on man, I know you don't really come on, run bro. like that. Punch, swing, run for real. Like come on, you went in heels. You was going to take the trash I out. I feel like that was like an exaggerated version of how um, uh, uh, someone who's transit, whatever word you want to use, yeah. is supposed to run and act. Yeah. I thought, like, yo, I think when your life is in danger, I could be wrong. Here's the thing: I know girls, I know straight up girls, they run for real, nigga. If their life is in danger, bro. I was like, come on, what the fuck is this? He was running like he had heels on, and he ain't had heels on. That, that's a. Fact. That's what irritated me, dog. That's like, a fact. This wasn't Uncle Clifford who was like dressed to the nines, about to go to the club. He was in the crib chilling till his grandma said, "Take the trash out, bro." You got on regular shoot. Run, nigga. They on your head. But then again, the whole screen mask shit. They jumped him, throw him in the trunk, a- taped his after mouth. They, after they taped him out and put him in the trunk, I was like, oh, this not the people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. one is for them. I'm like, yo, this not the yeah. people. And I'm it's like, only three brothers. And I'm like, yo, this better not be. I thought, okay, them from the club tied him up and they're going to yeah. take him to uh, Pussyland. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called now? Uh, no, it's back to P Valley. Oh, Pussyland exactly. is the car wash. Okay. Uh, I'm like, I was back to the pink. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't. Bro, I literally, so I had similar thoughts to you. At first, I thought it was going to be the, the Kyle brothers who trying to get them to sell the club again so they could do the casino shit, blah, 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 whatever. Then when I kind of realized it maybe wasn't them, I thought maybe they dragging them to the club because it's the grand opening and he ain't want to come because he was pissed at Autumn. So I... We gonna drag his big ass to the club. That's what we doing today. And then it was like, no, nah, we threw you a gigantic fucking birthday party at this big ass warehouse because and we know you couldn't go to you forty. We ain't the same age, Uncle Cliff. Yeah, that's I got that in my notes later. Cause if Uncle Clifford forty, I'm back to thirty two. I am a long way away if Uncle Clifford forty. Goddamn it! But nigga. All them people that was there, and what nobody from the strip club there? 
Not Big L. Not F- I get he mad with Autumn, but Big L, Mercedes. That ain't nobody knew about it. Nobody. How y'all get this many of Clifford friends? How y'all get that many people? Nobody from the strip club. Yeah, How is, big is Chuckalos? I mean, this is about the biggest that fucking auditorium. Come on, man. <laughs> come on. That was Chuckalos pop population this room, nigga. Nah. And nobody from the strip club was there yet. His party and the strip club was packed. Y'all didn't know that that event was going on. Come on. Cause that event was going on. Somebody I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up a different time. And what the fuck? I know they want us to care about what happened to him on his birthday. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, y'all went the whole episode and didn't even say it because all the all the characters. It's his birthday. Yeah. Uncle, yeah. birthday. It's his birthday. Happy 40th, Clifford. Like, come on, bro. She she scheduled it to Friday and my birthday. Like, okay, well, all right, you got me. What what the fuck happened on your birthday? And y'all didn't invite his grandma. Yo, his is it grandma or his mama? That's grandma. His blind grandma is now left alone in the house at night. She thinks she didn't. So, and somebody said this to me, and I was like, eh, I didn't get that. And I watched it again, just see if I got it. I didn't get that. They was like, no, nah, she sent them outside. That's why she said the trash was stinking. But he told her, that trash, I already took it out later. They did say something about your grandma. Like, when, when after they were like, yeah. After yeah. they revealed it. Yeah, they was like, they said something about the grandma. I'm like, oh, oh she okay. was I, I must have missed it, because I'm like. I, I didn't like when I initially watched it. I was like, eh, I ain't liked it. They just snatched him up and took him from grandma. I did like, not watch this shit twice. For a surprise birthday. I had to watch it twice. I'm going to tell you why. Because the first time I fell asleep. So if I ain't watched it twice, I wouldn't know what we were talking about today. Um, It was just a very weird. So you know me, dog. I like formulas that work. I don't like when shows try new shit. This episode felt very like we trying a lot of new shit and we throwing it all in one episode. And it was like, bro, when did fake Drake start doing fucking black magic? And you just knew that's the who you took him to? Come on. Drop the little COVID line in there. Yo, the hospitals are overfilled. So I had to bring you. Okay. I get he was in the military. He might have some first aid. What the fuck is wrong with her shoulder? Oh, she had seven pounds of pressure on it, apparently. But like, and now she healed. Do you remember her limping? Her her shoulder fucked up at the last season. No, at this the, is all that? from this season, and it's because apparently she pulled the trigger that killed old boy, Autumn dude, and it takes seven pounds of pressure to pull a trigger, according to Diamond Fake Drake, and that seven pounds has been resting in her shoulder this whole time. That's what he said. I tell you what, bro. If your handgun got a seven pound trigger, you have a horrible fucking trigger. And a very inaccurate trigger. I'll just say that. If Mercedes little ass had to pull a trigger that took seven pounds of pressure, she'd have blew her shoulder out, nigga. I'll just say that. It's a horrible trigger. I'll just say that. Her shoulder would... He said it's not broken or dislocated. That shit would have been minimum dislocated, nigga. Like, but it was just weird, dog. You could 100% cannot dislocate your arm shooting shooting a pistol. Well, if it got seven pounds of pressure on it. Like that, and that's just to pull the trigger. Yeah, man. impossible. Come on, unless you uh Samuel. I mean, <laughs> but who is? You know what I'm saying? So look, man. Before we continue killing this episode, I do want to see what the guy Rob Silver thought about it because I'm curious, right? Rob, we be on point most of the time. Yeah, I just want to see where. Let's my see if we on brand, Rob. But you know what, man? Rob is also you know. The, let me check the other message. Rob's a positive dude, man. He likes to see the positive in a lot of these shows. I mean, it was a lot. I'll say this: there's a lot for Rob to like in this in this episode. It wasn't a bad episode for a guy like Rob. You know what I'm saying? 
No offense, Rob. No, 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 not at all, not at all. I'm just saying I could see Rob finding some good in this episode because it was some of that in there. But I, I'm curious if he saw some of the crazy shit that me and you talking about right now. Let's see what my guy on, man. What's up, fellas? Uh, by the way, <laughs> I don't like that tone <laughs> off top. Off top, he don't sound happy it with. It sound funny here. P-Valley is like Days of Our Lives with people's clothes off. It's it's a soap opera, so I don't take anything seriously on it. Um, I enjoyed this past week's episode. But one thing I did not enjoy, though, is we love Wanda. I love Wanda. But Wanda, keep your clothes on. She's got no ass <laughs> whatsoever. All that uh, high yellow Puerto Rican chick. Psalms. She's got no booty either. And I am also was disappointed that... Uh, a girl Autumn didn't take her clothes off in this episode. But other than that, it was solid. <laughs> Uncle Clifford getting his birthday uh, on. Uh, getting his first uh, sexual experience in five months. By the way, Loretta Devine, I agree with you, Aunt. Tremendous. We need uh, we need more Loretta Devine on P-Valley. Oh, one last thing before I go, fellas. Uh, you guys were asking last week on the, sh on the episode... Uh, where did you see Big L from? Well, I know you guys never watched Empire, but he played Terrence Howard's brother on Empire. And I know you guys watched 61st Street. He played Moses' uh, father, the young brother that was on trial for a, a murder he didn't commit. He, uh, oh, he, he played <laughs> Moses' father, and he basically protected him while he was in prison. Peace and blessings, brothers. Talk to you all soon. Peace, Rob. Peace. Yo, shout out to the couple people who actually uh, tapped in and said uh, where he was from. And the 61st Street is where I was remembering him from. Mm -hmm. I had just watched it, so it was fresh mm -hmm. in my brain. Um, so shout out to everybody who uh, tapped in and said uh, where that came from. Appreciate you. <sighs> Rob. Um, and I do remember him as the brother on uh, Empire because I think he got killed and tossed in a river or some shit. Oh, shit. Shout out to Big L, uh, one of few characters on this show that just He's doing too much this week too. When did I he mean, become this? I one? mean, they had him like all that shit he was doing in the line. Like when did he? I thought he was like a solid, not just crazy. be working. Yeah. yeah, when did he do all that shit? Well, it seemed like they putting too much on him. Uh, they got him DJing, cooking wings. He in the back setting fires, nigga. He they putting too many uh too many things on his job description. He used right to now, be the right? one that kept Clifford in check, count yeah. the money and do everything yeah. right, be on time. Like yeah. I know he gonna be and now he was trying to do some little shit on the side last year. Selling his dope because they needed that bread. You know what I'm saying? So now he just Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um but he won a few characters, my opinion, that's not on my nerves yet. Um cause all right. He needs to try and get some big bones. Hey man, I'm not mad at him going at Big Bone. You know what I'm saying? Your name Big L, her name Big Bone. You had to throw it out there. Had to see if she took the bait. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's talk about one of the obvious things that I think we might all be able to agree on. And this week it was just it was laughably bad, dog. Um, Autumn, Haley, Alerica is her real name. Shout out to her, beautiful young woman. Um, very. Talented actress. But this accent, they putting a lot on her, dog. And she's, it's not, her UK accent is coming out real thick when she trying to do this southern draw, dog. And it's, it's not working. It's not working. 
and it's like tearing up a lot of these scenes and making her look like a worse actress than she is. Like I don't think she a bad actress, but this accent is kind of killing her, dog, and it's it's killing me too. And I don't enjoy it. Um, Mercedes, they're gonna have to find something for Mercedes to do right now. <laughs> like sell the club or not, yo? Why the fuck you ain't got enough money to get an apartment? Like you ain't got enough money to get an apartment. You don't got six hundred bucks. Cause it can't Damn. cost more than six hundred dollars to live in Chuckalisa. Like no, it can't. The best apartment in Chuckalisa. I mean, the best one they got. The best cabinets, wood, upholstery. That bitch can't be more than four ninety five a month. Water included. That's the cost of my first apartment. Come on, man. They got it. That gotta be Chuckalisa's best, dog. Cause it ain't. We ain't seen a house. Damn, Tyrell Griffin, Griffin, whatever his name was, the uh, God Daddy, he was in that bitch paying 10 bands a month for the whole neighborhood water bill and shit, and his house wasn't great. How much is, um, what's our girl name again? Beat the fuck up. Uh, Keyshawn. How the yeah. fuck, how much is Keyshawn rent? Man. Because you should be straight for the year, my nigga. Yeah. When you making like 20 bands online? I'm like, dog, I, I thought they was living, I right. I don't understand. Well, why but would you go back in the club for Keyshawn? For Keyshawn, though, I'm thinking it's more about she want to go do her thing. Like I, I think she want to get away from dog and like go live her dreams and shouldn't be in the video. Now, granted, I'm not going to tell you it's wild for your dreams to be a video girl, but if that's what she want to do, nigga, shit, word to Melissa Ford and them, go do your thing, dog. Um, why she ain't throw away them diapers? That was in the diaper genie. Like, I understood you maybe hiding them there for, like, the moment so you can run and do whatever you wanted to do last week when you went to the dollar store. When you come back, though, you got to get rid of the evidence, dog. Also, why are you letting this nigga beat you up, dog? I, I don't get it, dog. And I, I don't mean, I hope that's not insensitive to, like, anybody who's ever been through a domestic violence situation. But this nigga we just... can't ask why? This nigga specifically, I need to know why. Because he just does not come off. Like, I don't know. The casting on this character is all wrong to me, dog. Like, And I think that's what's throwing me off. Because the believability ain't there, bro. Like, so. But can we. Even if it's other people in that. We can't ask why? We I'm asking to, Keyshawn why. Like we look at I want to know. We look at a situation. We just accept it. And then we just move on. Uh, is that how uh, is that how it's supposed to be? Hey, man. Or, Diamond Tribe. She pointed a gun at him. Come on, man. Then she... I, I see what she did. Like, she did the whole, like, you know, hey, um, whatever his name is, Derek, he about to get a job, so I don't need to go on this tour no way, especially if y'all ain't coming about the money and, and my part is funding this whole shit, blah, 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 blah. And then when she finds out, because she already knew he ain't get that job. So when he tell her, yo, I ain't get that job, she's like, oh, shit, well, maybe I do need to go on the road with these niggas, da-da-da. I see how she played it. It was cool, but I'm like, you got to quit playing this nigga like, like you slick, because that's when he hits you. Like, stop doing this slick shit. Because your eye's still black. Your eye been black for like half the, a season and a half, your eye been black, bro. And it's just like, yo, just... <sighs> If you would have let Diamond do what Diamond was doing, you could be living your life right now. Derek would not be in the way. I'm like, where your mammy at? Where your pops at? You ain't got no brothers? Diamond wasn't even 
Performing invisible surgeries and shit. Come on. Diamond out in this bitch. Derek then got him fired from the dollar store. Come on, bro. The dollar store? You can't keep your security job at the dollar store because your nigga a hoe. Like, come on, man. You let him. She got to go see Diamond, dog. She needs to see that nigga because you done got him fired from the pink and the dollar store, bro. You can't whoop my ass so you can call the police on me. Come on, man. Come on, man. Talking about, oh, he harassed my girl. No, your girl came up there fucking with me and didn't have no mask on. She could have did what she needed to do. But literally tried to get him arrested. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like you sitting on the fucking porch having tea and lemonade with the sheriff? Your girl got a black eye in front of the sheriff and you trying to get somebody else put in jail. Come on. What kind of sheriff is this? Come on, dog. You don't see her eye black as fuck? But this is the same sheriff that was taking that bread from Uncle Clifford to be quiet about the liquor shit. So we know he's shady. He GGTF. He one of them. Old Baltimore ass sheriff, dog. Um, yo, man. I gotta be honest, dog. I'm a little disappointed through two episodes, man. What's up with the nigga that's getting out of prison? Who is that? And am I reading this wrong or was dude not happy to see him? I couldn't get the vibe at all. Like literally every when, time he hugged him, he had a straight face, but when he backed away, he was smiling. When the when the nigga what's the dog that worked at the funeral home, Wody, when Wody was like, Yo, you need security, nigga. And dog comes out to prison. I'm like, oh, this must be like his brother or they old best friend or some shit. I couldn't gather the vibe from that nigga at all, bro. Like, that shit was weird. And you know what really threw me off? He looked to the fucking T like the nigga that was in the backseat of episode one with the Queen of Slim nigga. Mm. Nigga that leaned up and fucking looked at Lil Murder. He looked just like the same fade, same colored ass eyes, all that shit. Look like the same nigga, bro. I couldn't fucking half the episode. I was sitting there like, is this not the same dude from last week, bro? Who was looking at him, grilling him and shit, dog? I don't know what's up with him. Um, I'm guessing he's going to be the security nigga on the road. But it's like, what y'all finna go on the road and do? Like what? Like, I get it. You're doing a tour. You got three songs. And yo, three songs in a strip club, you can go off. You can get your shit in. That's about a good 10, 12-ish minute set. So you can get your shit off, especially if you got Keyshawn there dancing and all that. But it's like, all right, y'all do these 12 cities, then what, man? Like, what's the plan? I don't get it, dog. They just kind of moving around, bro. Niggas put up to the to the prison. I thought you might be like, no, nigga, this the first stop. <laughs> you brought me out here to uh, see where I came, see where I came from. Like, nah, my nigga. I'm thinking like, oh, nigga, this is a prison tour. And little murder, you ain't come from prison, nigga. Damn, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Pull up to the prison in a hearse, nigga. You going back, nigga? <laughs> Yo, pulling up to prison in a hearse. There's a lot of metaphors in that, dog. It's a whole lot of shit in there, bro. Um, let's talk about little murder going over to uh, Uncle Clifford crib. Talking to his grandma. Basically apologizing to Cliff, bro. Why Clifford thought Lil Murder couldn't see his big ass behind that door, bro? Big ass fucking window. And a mirror. I mean mirror, not window. Like, you in front of the mirror. You right behind the door. You heavily breathing. My nigga, we see you, dog. We here. We here. So now when... Nigga, Lil Murder even knocked on the door before he, like, left and shit. He kind of tapped the door like, yeah, Cliff, I see you behind this motherfucking nigga. Like, bro, how long you going to be mad at this nigga, dog? I was, believe it or not, like, how last season was written yeah, or put together, like, 
you damn near well you felt like bad for Uncle Cliff how murder played him. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It was yeah. just really like, damn, even though this is some wild shit for me. But I you, you can understand it. Yeah. This like this episode is I don't feel none of that shit. This like, episode I, I felt like, little murder dog, you deserve better than the way this nigga playing with you right now, bro. I feel I'm like, what? I don't know, man. I don't. I can't go. I, it's only so much. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get man. it. I'm like, dog, little murder lit a whole like forest full of Christmas lights into the car and shit. Like, nigga, clearly I liked, bro. I had one meeting with a manager, and you knew we couldn't do none of this in public. But but guess what? Let's say we could, and let's just say. You was like super fine, bad girl, whatever. Bitch, uh, uh. I'm out here having a fucking business meeting. You here rubbing my shoulders. Go! Coming in there talking about what y'all ballers in here talking about. Business. Damn, come on now. Come I'm on. at work. Cliff, you blowing the spot up, bro. Like, that's, or, or sis, no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Like, you blowing the spot up either way. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't get, and then I'm like five months you exaggerating the mad now, dog. You over mad. You can't be over mad. Don't be over mad, dog. <laughs> like, you doing too much, bro. Like, let me. I The nigga came. He apologized to your grandma. Your grandma clearly a fan. She loves. Shout out to Loretta Devine, dog. She one of very few bright spots in this episode for me, bro. Like, I enjoyed her when she was on screen this week, bro. Oh, you go a bright spot. What's happening? The Boosie fade. Oh my goodness, man! We knew they'd bring Isaiah Washington back in some form. We called it out last week. Salute to us being right, even on little shit. Um, Isaiah Washington flashback with the Boosie fade was phenomenal, nigga. He was mad niggerish too. Yo, loved it. <laughs> that nigga, loved say, it. say what you want to be when you grow up. Say I want to be the president. Dog behind the camera. Say you can't be that. Nigga, shut the fuck up, bitch ass nigga. I was like, yo, yo, God daddy in the zone. Dog. What's up with Obama? Yo, man. Why he look like a bum? He looked like dirty, so scraggly. He didn't look like this all last season. Well, here's where they throwing us, right? Quarantine, we couldn't get haircuts, so a lot of us looked kind of rough, right? But here's where they throwing it off. Little murder fade so clean. And colored and got designs. <laughs> so somebody barbershop both. So do the blue nigga. He crispy as fuck. Come on, man. Everybody he the only Obama the only nigga without a haircut. Now again, I know Obama just came from Atlanta, but that's where they throwing me again. Cause Atlanta was one of few cities in they the world. Down. They ain't give a fuck when quarantine hit. Atlanta was open. Atlanta closed for literally one week. And then they was like, "Nah, we got to get back to it, nigga." Half our half our city is barbershops and salons, and 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 half of Atlanta didn't die. <laughs> no, no. All the no. states that didn't close down, like the rest of the country, all them niggas didn't die. Also, notice though, all them states in the south, red state ass niggas. A lot of what? What was the? What was y'all trying to do? Y'all was trying to get us out of here. The Michigans and New Yorks and them. Come on, nah. What was going down? But Obama need to go figure out who cutting hair in Chuckalisa. I mean, that nigga got like some. He looked like one of the. Um, he looks terrible. Fat Albert homeboys. <laughs> that nigga got like the old school. Uh, he got the blazers, not the cool blazers. <laughs> they be they be they. they yeah, the blazers yeah, that come out Same, same the jumbo the, check blazer. He got the ones from seventy two. <laughs> original. 
Dog, nigga, look dirty, homeless. You got a, a wife that's home who got money, bro. She probably a traveler. <laughs> like they getting paid extra, extra, extra during the pandemic. Yeah. She sound like a nurse. Why you look so raggedy, dog? Obama looking so bummy, and then it makes it wild when you juxtapose how bummy he looking with how overdressed Autumn been. So like when they keep coming together, she look like she in a fucking film noir every time and shit. And then he look like he finna ask her for a couple dollars to get through the week. And the the white mayor look like he about to go to the Kentucky Derby. Come on, man. Like what kind of suit is on, this? Man. I don't. This I, shit is weird, dog. It's wild, and I'm like. Obama, let's let's talk about me and Shorty was talking about this shit. Obama, dog, you doing everything in your power to fuck shit up with your wife, nigga. Yo, would you fuck his girl and go home, bro? Please, please. You know I beg of this nigga, dog. I thought he was about to get some this week. Nope, she hit that nigga with the tight hug. Like, yo, at this point, hey yo, we gotta shit get off the pot because I'm about to lose my wife. At least let me do something. Hold on, man. Um, because I I think. It's only so long. Girl, give me that. 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 Bottom, give me that. Girl, give me that. Bottom, give me that. Girl, give me that. Yeah, <laughs> Webby was writing this nigga diary. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Obama going through it. What up? What up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree. I found Young Savage. Sweet, Sweet John, John Jr. Doing, doing what I do when I do what I do, and I'm doing it with my girl DJ Envy, Angela Lee, Angela Yee. Damn. Hold on, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. Oh, Charlemagne. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne. The God. DJ Lee. Hello. DJ Envy, Angela Lee, and Charlemagne McGain. What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree Fam, Young Savage, Sweet Jones. And you rocking with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte, your mate. Charlotte, your mate. Yo. Sweet Savage oh. Live Walker Wood oh What's the God. DJ name? <laughs> Damn DJ, DJ never scared <laughs> Yo So Why Diamond named Like a stripper Like well, he, he got a stripper I, name I too I do not know Why they named him Diamond Dog Cause every time Like why ain't Autumn named Diamond <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the name but, but fake Drake Couldn't use the name Autumn Cause it sounded too much Like Aubrey They're like Y'all mm. just switch names Maybe uh maybe Diamond was a stripper in Old Girl from Brownstone play. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Who was the rapper from Detroit that was <laughs> that was trying to get with <laughs> with DJ Never Scared? <laughs> Yo. Oh, that was uh <laughs> her hand big as hell. That was <laughs> Meg the Stallion. Oh shit. <laughs> she gonna be on here. Is she? Yeah. As what? I think it's her. I don't know if they're gonna like make up a character, but she gonna be like the big rapper uh, that's in Atlanta that DJ Never Scared working with. He just posted it earlier today. Oh, is that that who hand? That yeah, was? yeah, oh. yeah. That's that's Meg The Stallion. So she gonna be on here for real. Um, she on here dancing. 
Alright I mean I'll tap in <laughs> nah, nah, Her and Big Bone I need a scene together I will say also this, need though, a bigger TV Yo this poll work Was fucking fire Alright let's talk about it. Let's give it some positives man Yo oh. this poll Like when she When they was riding Each other like that Like yo Yo that shit was fire Um Gail Bean Wanda Roulette And old girl Psalm Who plays Whisper Psalm Salazar Psalm Salazar Who plays Whisper Salute to y'all, man. Hit the hit the clap for them real quick, man. Like oh, we get some gunshots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now, nah. because yeah, y'all y'all earned the air horn, man. Because y'all y'all holding the pole down. Because it was actually him. It was y'all, dog. Gail was on that motherfucker, bro. It was a couple moves that looked like they might have hurt a little. Yeah, but she did them though. And I gotta tell you, that song. She was moving fluidly. I went to her. I mean, you know, I spent a little bit of time on her Instagram. Yo, salute to to the homie over on, on the Facebook group too, because he spent some time on her Instagram and let me and Jay know what the Instagram was. What the actually, Instagram was? I was actually asking for a friend of a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we was asking for the audience because yeah, you know, know, if y'all want to go tag her and just let her know she did a good job on her premiere, salute to you, friend of you a friend, saying? friend of a friend, friend of the show, man. Um. Psalm and Gail Bean, y'all did a phenomenal job this week. Y'all left some talent on the, in the line, though. I saw some talent in the hey, line. Hey, there was a few auditions we didn't get to see. Yeah, and so, so y'all didn't have to show me the big white dude. So listen, there is a difference between I ain't never been to a strip club in Atlanta. Mm. Now I'm going to Atlanta next month. Okay, so that's gonna change. It should, but I didn't been to. Uh, Miami. Okay. Uh, King of Diamonds. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like KOD. I've, I've seen them do the yeah. super duper yeah. high to the roofs. It was a Detroit woman. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Like I've I've yeah. seen all that, and which is super dope. Yeah. But and it's entertaining to see. It is. But uh, Big Bone is what's really gonna give me to throw some money. I'll okay. be honest with you. Can I tell my truth? I'm going to tell my truth, man. First of all, I want to start with love. I salute all the like, like pole dancers. Like yeah. that, it's a real art. That's a talent. You y'all are, y'all are strong women. It make this shit look lit. It's beautiful, like Circus Soleil type shit. It's beautiful. Salute to um, I was just saying this earlier today too. Salute to uh, Brandy who plays Mercedes, um, because. You got to be extra talented to get on the pole and make it look like you hurting on the pole. Like, you moving like you can't move on the pole. Boy, she it's gonna, a talent. She's going to throw that box in the middle of the screen. And it's going to be there. Every time. Box on box on box, Jump. nigga. Jump. Um, so salute to all the women who know how to pole dance. That is a real art, a real skill, real talent. As a strip club former connoisseur. I don't, I don't really, I don't freak with them like I did in my day. Just strip. I just need I, the pole is cool. Like get up there, do your tricks. That's all. Like if that's but have one, you noticed they have not stripped through the, two episodes? While that's going on in the background, that's great. Yeah, but like in the foreground, the one that's right here is who going going crazy. Because to your point and to Big L point, Big Bone was phenomenal, and y'all needed to make that higher. The <laughs> illusion in the strip club is. I can possibly have sex with you. Yeah. And I want to have sex with you. Yeah. I'm throwing money and like you are. In the event that 
I might could have sex even though we know I can't. Yeah, even though there's no intention. But it's, it's, but the, like, it's a it's the the fantasy, it's right? The, that's why niggas throwing the money. If you been to Cirque du Soleil? Yes, in I, Vegas. I've gone to two. Um one in Vegas, one here. I didn't throw any money at them. Nope. But I was amazed with what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was amazed. The shit is literally beautiful to watch. But I didn't throw one dollar at them. Parts of my anatomy did not move while I was watching Circus Olay. Mm-mm. Probably because I was too amazed. You got my mind so fucked up. None of my other parts is even moving right now. Nothing's thinking right now. However. But the twerker. Ace of spades. Come on. <laughs> that one that's right here on the front of the stage. It's probably going to be the one that, you know, the women really making the money are the ones walking around this bitch giving them lap dances. Up. Yo, Big Bone was on the on the bar. Big Bone was getting paid. Because, like, hey, a, and a thing happened, you know, in um, in uh, New York, New Jersey, they called them star tenders. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They started mm-hmm. making all the money. And then in Detroit, they tried to call themselves the wet tenders. And, you know, they had yeah, all different yeah. names. But I know like, a few wet tenders. But they was colder. Than, school they, went, they was colder than the um the strippers, and that's what they started getting all the tips because so I, people there thought they could fuck the waitresses, so I they would give this, them money. I posted this on Facebook a little while back. Said, "Um, I hate you niggas because y'all made it where the bartenders are now the coldest ones in the strip club." And the bartenders are the ones getting all the tips. So now the strippers are becoming bartenders so they can get paid. And all the strippers is kind of eh. Because eh. nobody goes for the strippers anymore. Because y'all been trying to impress the bartenders. Going up there buying the bottles, tipping them $3 billion a month and all that shit. And now when she had uh, Fridays at the bar, she expected me Come to on. give you extra. Come on. No, that's no not baby girl, you need to hit Ace of Spades. All you did was hand me a Corona. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't hand it to me you good. T- I didn't like the handle. You turned around. And Come you, on, dog. I got a, a bottle opener on my keys. Like, <laughs> I mean, you don't even got You didn't need to crack it. <laughs> like, I didn't need you to crack it. But I hate what niggas did to the strip club, dog. Like, between the strip club and the cold crush, y'all niggas really fucked everything up, dog. I hate what they did because now ain't nobody stripping. And I noticed through two episodes of P Valley, the only nakedness we got was some silhouettes in Pussyland and a little bit of uh, Mississippi titty when she was fucking Derek in this episode. I feel like I saw some sad boob from um, from Autumn. She been giving you lingerie boob, yeah, which I don't trust. Because I, I can't tell if I really see a nipple or if that's a tag. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking through, dog. But uh, Autumn been wearing the lingerie under a blazer. Nigga, these is... <laughs> she living in a wild time. <laughs> she Olivia Holt. <laughs> H-O-E. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Holt. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Olivia Poor. I don't know. So, look, man. I don't know. Episode 2... They finna go on tour, nigga. The whole entire wa- the, the the whole street was sharing water. It was yeah. a four way splitter. Like, I've never seen a seventy tubed splitter, nigga. That water pressure water was, that water pressure low as fuck and warm. <laughs> <laughs> like my nigga, I'm gonna, like you can't just stretch the tube and it still be the, like and no. then tie it to another tube and tie it to another tube. Nigga, <laughs> like, it was like three four way splitters, my nigga, bro. 
No, that's not how water works, dog. <laughs> is this going downhill? Like what? No. <laughs> we need gravity to come in this motherfucker because no, that's not how it works. I didn't like and and they like yo we like five months behind <laughs> you got that he helped us pay that nigga said some of us five years <laughs> yeah when he ran up on dog and he pulled the blicky I really did laugh that was one of them parts that I laughed <laughs> I thought that nigga leg was the other <laughs> side of the chair nigga I didn't realize his knee was not to handle other chair dog that nigga said you better check that mask off you run up on me fool my nigga is COVID <laughs> <laughs> no yo people in Chuckalisa do not respect when you run up on them with a mask nigga I understand hey I overstand dog I, we talked about this a long time ago nigga they never told us about the the anxiety that comes with moving through these streets and everybody got a mask on nigga the shit is we from where we from nigga don't play games dog but um don't play no games boy he, he there Obama now he claiming he there because he got to execute the estate that his god daddy had because he was left as the uh, executor of that estate. So I got to see the will through, make sure everybody get what they supposed to get. <sighs> Nigga, you can do, you're a whole attorney. You can do that from the crib, nigga. You can absolutely go back to Atlanta and get this done, dog. Like, please go see your wife. Cause now you there What you about to do You about to keep paying Ten thousand dollars To the uh, people in the neighborhood Water bill And also Their uh-huh. water bill Wouldn't be that fucking high If they stopped running water Through twelve tubes Down the block Nigga Like Saying how water works Just ain't dog I um, better me I'd have just turned that shit off And unhooked that bitch From my side of the house Yeah Cause y'all running it out Of my crib Bitch Didn't God daddy have Like six kids how the fuck was they all taking baths in that motherfucker if the whole neighborhood getting water through me? Now he about to look like some fucking rob. He called him Robin Hood. Yeah, like, oh, Robin Hood ass nigga. Oh, so you do all the illegal, dirty, under the table shit for the community. For the crib. Come on now. Y'all not about to keep trying to convince me Isaiah Washington was that some nigga, good. That nigga, nah, he nip. Yeah. <laughs> like, Isaiah Washington ain't been good since uh, uh, Love Jones. That was his last good character. And what was the movie on the bus? Get on the bus. That was it. He ain't been a good nigga since, dog. Um, yo, man. I didn't love this episode. If y'all couldn't tell, bro. I don't know what happened on it. So, here's what I don't like. When episodes give me fillers because they really ain't working around the plot. And that's why I brought up that shit uh, Nikki Gilbert said. Like, yo, it's hard to tell a fucking story when you didn't create it. You got filler on episode two? Come on, man. Like, y'all throwing a lot of bullshit at me for nothing, dog. Like, what's really going on? Like, tell me what the fuck is happening with these characters. And that's why I feel like I know a lot of people didn't love that they approached COVID and, and kind of went into the quarantine. But I'm like, yo, there was so much depth they could have gone into if they would have focused. Y'all ain't even need to jump to shit reopening. Yo, where the money reside? Where the money reside? Yo, shout out to Patrice, man. Um... She out here making plays <laughs> with the church. When that, when that came around, I was like, "Damn, I wonder if they gave that nigga some money." And then he was in this. He was he was one of the yeah the, yeah the the men in mask yeah <laughs> took his mask off and shit. <laughs> mask off fuck it mask off. I was about to play Men in Black. <laughs> it'll work. It'll work. Um, no, he he won here. He got his money. He was one of Uncle Clifford's friends. Um, so I'm glad they had him in here. When Clearly, they, he got paid. They keep teasing us. 
Like, when you gonna address you with your mama, nigga? She beat your ass and took your money. Come on, And took your spot. Come on, man. she on TV dancing, nigga. Come on, man. She got- Like, you keep- How you got all this anger toward Autumn when she's literally saved your uh, dance studio? She gonna say, I ain't no coach. She was like, technically, you are. (laughs) are. Yo, fam. This is why that was funny. (laughs) When she said, I ain't no coach, my exact response out loud was- don't she coach the little girls? <laughs> I ain't <laughs> like, no coach. I used to let the mic smoke. <laughs> Mercedes definitely used to let the mic smoke. Uh, um, where you? Why you never in the dance studio? They keep talking about how Autumn saved it and gave you bread for the shit. She's like, maybe I finally pay off that studio. The kids said that shit too cost too much. They ain't <laughs> and your daughter not coming. It's really you picked a bad time to buy a studio. You should have let your mama. How old is Autumn? I mean, how old is Mercedes? Because you are looking a little too old to be up on that pole. Hey, man. She like a... Like, you a career stripper. You about, you about to... You are retired. I know they ain't trying to say I'm old, but you were tired last year. She about to start hitting them with Ronnie Ho quotes in a minute, dog. Um, Can you did have a retirement. No. <laughs> no. She did have a retirement party. Yo, why they keep on her with you finally gonna have your last dance? <laughs> my last, 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 last dance. Yeah. Shout out to my homie Rambo. That nigga was so pissed he never got to see Mercedes last dance. Like <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was really mad, dog. I bet. That's oh funny. man. That's my nigga. <laughs> um, yo man. I don't sadly through all this convo. We didn't miss nothing, dog. That's I'm sitting here like trying to think of like, oh, what do we? Oh, something we missed. Another part of yo, the city, the the casino hasn't even decided they're gonna come. Why y'all trying to live, give away five hundred thousand dollars on some shit that may not even happen? Didn't we tell them last week that a casino ain't gonna make them no money? I live downtown Detroit. I'm the only nigga downtown with money. <laughs> the casino has less money than me. Nigga, I'm just telling y'all now. Um. The part where Autumn was having her little kind of drunk, somber moment after the reopening of the club, and she was about to go get on that stage herself. Autumn, why you feel like just because you're not on it, you can't dance no more? Go dance, motherfucker. You ain't doing shit. Go check your ass, bitch. Go get some money. Get some rent. Shake that ass. Girl. I'm going to need you see what you got. Come on, now. Um, you definitely need some rings. Mercedes told you don't come back here no more. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, don't come back to my club no more. <laughs> done and done. And don't about? go to that studio I own. Um, but then when she walked out the room, saw the little surveillance cameras with the fucking ghost of dog, Autumn Baby Dad. No, I didn't. Oh, you missed that shit. I mean, I at, at some point I, I kind of checked I, out. I got up and went into the other room. I turned the volume up. Yeah. I just heard music. I didn't hear words. So when she walked out that little room, her Uncle Clifford, the little manager room, she walks out and they kind of panned over to the six surveillance cameras. And like you see her walking out the room on camera. And then when she walks past the little boom boom room with the clouds and shit, as she goes by there, dog's ghost flashes on the camera. And he's still in that zoot suit. All right, we got to get... Why are y'all trying to spook us? And then when the ghost get the ring, he going to turn he back gonna, into real life. Oh, he come back alive. And somehow, they going to bring uh, Boosie back. And, uh, you know, we have Isaiah Washington back. I don't know, man. Y'all niggas jumped the shark on episode two. So, yo, episode two was a lot to, in, to ingest and digest. It was a lot to... to Focus on like you got ghosts, you got scream masks, 
You got fucking uh, a seven nigga was literally holding an indivisible mass in his hand and laid it down slowly on the scale. Yeah, and then opened and the said, window and then ran out the window. Yeah, Yo, you got seven pounds of weight in your shoulder. And that nigga said seven pounds. That sound real Pacific. Nah, it's all real Indian and Atlantic. <laughs> like, I just don't know what they doing, man. I look, I feel like P Valley niggas enjoyed P Valley season one, and we watched it because this is a simple show. Like, you ain't gotta overcomplicate this, right? Maybe we just like the songs. I definitely, I've loved that nigga. I love the song so much. They played one this episode. I was like, damn, that's a real song. Looked it up. They fucking uh, remixed it just for P-Valley, nigga, to include the names of the new dancers. And I was not mad, nigga. Hold on. Ain't that DJ Charles over there? Mm, look like DJ Charles. Hmm. Kilo. What's up, Roulette? <laughs> what's up, Key? What's up, what's up, down? I want all the Ashley. Hey. Ooh, Ashley. Hey. Ashley. I get hard when she I just remember this song from all the TikToks. What's funny is they literally paid him to just remix it and say roulette and whisper. Y'all could have paid Nikki Gilbert for creating this goddamn show. So I was a Detroit woman holding us down. Oh, man. Um, Yo, man. P-Valley was not the best episode of P-Valley we've ever watched. But next week, we got Flatbush misdemeanors, man. Let's talk a little bit about that, yo. Um... I know we, we kind of mentioned right at the top, like, we don't know what's going to happen, man. Anything you want to see happen, dog, in this season? Um, Honestly, I'm open to all things. Pause. Uh, Like, I don't know where they're going to go. Like, is... He shot a nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Shot a nigga in the crib. So, it's like, something got to come about it. And, like, the nigga you shot knows who you are. <laughs> like, yeah. he was coming to talk to you. Yeah, but I'm you pretty sure it's going to be some TV way to get out of it. Yeah, they're going to figure it out, man. Um, I'm excited to see uh, not just my dog, Hassan. Really, the whole cast. Because every time I've probably rewatched Flatbush three times. Every time I rewatched it, I felt like I had a new favorite character, dog. Like, the stepdad was fucking hysterical, bro. Um, uh, the young lady who played her son's niece, great. Like, she was she was really good. Um, we talked last year. She reminded us of uh, Dominique Fishback, who had been killing shit. I'm just excited to have a, a smart show to discuss and get to and one that you know we can just come up here and kind of chop it up maybe play some clips and really get these niggas a little bit of that comedy um we still gonna talk p valley but i gotta tell you unless they turn things around quick plot wise them convos gonna get a little little shallow man um anything else coming up that we need to talk about bro oh uh a couple people did ask me are we gonna do anything for nope yup we're going to try. We're going to try to put together a little screening for Nope when that comes out at the end of July. Um, details to come if you're in the Metro Detroit area. Fuck with us. Shit. Wish we could. Eh. Might be a little tight to try to turn something around in another city. I remember we wanted to do Chicago yeah. for uh, Candyman, but I really just wanted to do that so we could pay homage to Cabrini Green, but, you know, 
Yeah, I'll go on vacation that 24th. Yeah. Come out the uh, 22nd. 22nd, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely turn some around in the Metro Detroit area. Um, if we do something out of city, out of state, we, we'll let you know. But details to come either way on Nope. Um, follow us, This Week in Culture, across all the socials. Hit us up. Yo, a couple people hit me like, yo, uh, I know... New York Undercover was on Peacock. I'm like, fam, I'll put that on the Twitter and the Facebook. You got to follow us across all the socials to really figure out what's going on out here, dog, because we typing on everything. We giving you updates on all the shows and all the culture. Hit us up, This Week in Culture, across everything. Email us at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Hit us with your voice notes, all that good shit, man. Just let us know what y'all thought about the pod. Let us know what y'all thought about this episode of P-Valley. Fuck with us next week. We'll be back. Flatbush Misdemeanors, P-Valley. Until then, I'm Ant. That's Jay. Episode 243. We out.